Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. Big is bad is a lie. It's quite possibly the worst lie of all. For if you fear big success, you'll either avoid it or sabotage your efforts to achieve it. Who's afraid of the big bad big? Place big and results in the same room and a lot of people balk or walk. Mention big with achievement and their first thoughts are hard, complicated, and time-consuming, difficult to get there, and complex once you do. Pretty much sums up their views. Overwhelming and intimidating is what they feel. For some reason, there is the fear that big success brings crushing pressure and stress, that the pursuit of it robs them of not only time with family and friends, but eventually their health. Uncertain of the right to achieve big, or fearful of what might happen if they try and fall short, their head spins just thinking about it, and they immediately doubt they have a head for heights. All of this reinforces a dis-ease with the very idea of big. To invent a word, call it megaphobia. That's the irrational fear of big. When we connect big with bad, we trigger shrinking thinking. Lowering our trajectory feels safe. Staying where we are feels prudent. But the opposite is true. When big is believed to be bad, small thinking rules the day, and big never sees the light of it. Flat Wrong How many ships didn't sail because of the belief that the earth was flat? How much progress was impeded because man wasn't supposed to breathe underwater, fly through the air, or venture into outer space? Historically, we've done a remarkably poor job of estimating our limits. The good news is that science isn't about guessing, but rather the art of progressing. And so is your life. None of us knows our limits. Borders and boundaries may be clear on a map, but when we apply them to our lives, the lines aren't so apparent. I was once asked if I thought thinking big was realistic. I paused to reflect on this and then said, Let me ask you a question first. Do you know what your limits are? They replied, No. So I said that it seemed the question was irrelevant. No one knows their ultimate ceiling for achievement, so worrying about it was a waste of time. What if someone told you that you could never achieve above a certain level, that you were required to pick an upper limit which you could never exceed? What would you pick, a low one or a high one? I think we know the answer. Put in this situation, we would all do the same thing. We would go big. Why? Because you wouldn't want to limit yourself. When you allow yourself to accept that big is about who you can become, you look at it differently. In this context, big is a placeholder for what you might call a leap of possibility. It's the office intern visualizing the boardroom, or a penniless immigrant imagining a business revolution. It's about bold ideas that might threaten your comfort zones, but simultaneously reflect your greatest opportunities. Believing in big frees you to ask different questions, follow different paths, and try new things. This opens the doors to possibilities that until now only lived inside you. Sabir Bhatia arrived in America with only $250 in his pocket, but he wasn't alone. 
Sabir came with big plans and the belief that he could grow a business faster than any business in history. And he did. He created Hotmail. Microsoft, a witness to Hotmail's meteoric rise, eventually bought it for $400 million. According to his mentor, Farouk Arjuni, Sabir's success was directly related to his ability to think big. Arjuni says, What sets Sabir apart from hundreds of entrepreneurs I've met is the gargantuan size of his dream. Even before he had a product, before he had money behind him, he was completely...